0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. NCAA President Mark Emmert's letter to staff in part reads, quote, I have directed our leadership team and appropriate staff to assess all the services, resources, and facilities provided to both the men's and women's teams so that we have a completely clear comparison. Further, I will be determining exactly how we found ourselves in this situation. This will be discussed with our applicable boards, committees, and membership when the tournament is over and the review is complete. For now, please know that I am deeply disappointed that the past few days have been focused on NCAA blunders, rather than the remarkable athletes in San Antonio. Putting on these tournaments is always an enormous feat, and this year has been much more difficult to say the least. I know how hard our staff has worked and thank you for your continued perseverance. I hope that we can now turn our attention to the women's games with confidence that they are receiving all that they need and deserve. You have my assurances that all will be done to make sure this never happens again. USA Today's Nancy Armour starts and finishes on a hard line and commentary directed at NCAA President Mark Emmert, writing, quote, So long as Mark Emmert is NCAA president, women's sports will never get the equitable treatment they not only deserve, but are due. The one thing the NCAA does, more and more, the only thing it does, is organize championships. A screw-up of this proportion is not the doing of one person or even a committee. It's a reflection of an outdated and patronizing attitude. And the only way to thoroughly cleanse the NCAA of it is by switching leadership. And I'm not referring to Lynn Holzman, the NCAA Vice President for Women's Basketball. This is on Emmert. Equity doesn't simply happen. It requires work and it requires intention. And an NCAA led by Mark Emmert isn't capable of it. It's time to put someone in charge who is. More from San Antonio, as Troy women's basketball head coach Shanda Rigby believes a missed over and back call cost her Trojans a shot at upsetting two seed Texas A&M. Rigby said, quote, we had all the momentum at that point. If we would have gotten that call, I don't think there's any way we would have lost the game. The New York Times' Jillian Brazil explains, quote, for now at women's games, six members per individual in a team's travel party can enter the stadium. All games starting with the round of 16 will be played in the Alamo Dome, which is bisected by a curtain to designate two courts and will allow up to 17 percent capacity, including staff, teams and fans. And The New York Times is Longman digs in on the number of foreign student athletes among women's basketball teams this season, with all four number one seeds having at least one player on the roster that fits the bill. NBA Academy Women's Program Global Technical Director Blair Hardik said, If you don't have international players, you're almost behind the ones that do. From Indianapolis at the men's tournament in a data dive, yesterday's average 18-point margin of victory was the highest ever for the round of 32. And the aggregate seeds remaining is 94, well above the previous high in the tournament of 89. And the Pac-12 is the first league to have four squads seeded at the four-line or worse, make the Sweet 16. And USA Today's Dan Wolkin wonders if the comparatively quiet, quote, antiseptic environments have played a role in so many upsets. In head coaching news, new Minnesota men's basketball head coach Ben Johnson's MOA calls for a five-year contract with a starting base of $1.95 million in salary. And Monday saw the last of the 14 highest paid public school men's basketball head coaches bow out of the NCAA tournament. On the other end, Florida State head coach Leonard Hamilton, who ranks among the lowest-paid Power Five head coaches at $2.25 million in basic annual compensation from Florida State, advanced to the Sweet 16, earning him a $225,000 bonus. He is up to $675,000 in extra cash on the year. In COVID-19 news, as it continues to impact the FCF spring season, Howard has postponed Saturday's game against Delaware State due to COVID issues within the Bison program. And after only two of the six games were played in the first two weeks of league play, the Patriot League will adjust schedules to make sure teams get to play their two divisional opponents. The first ever league championship game is scheduled for April 17th. And Notre Dame is launching Fighting Irish TV, an OTT app which will offer exclusive content including a collection of all home football games since 1991, live press conferences, game highlights, feature video stories, and more. The platform was created in collaboration with WMT. And from behind the Law 360 paywall, quote, New York federal prosecutors on Monday opposed a bid by two Adidas basketball marketers and an inspiring agent to stay a Second Circuit ruling upholding their convictions for defrauding certain Adidas-sponsored universities while they appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. The government told the Second Circuit there is no reason to half the convictions, pushing back on arguments in the high court's Bridgegate case. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Tuesday, March 23rd. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here this evening.